Anything new? Well, let's see. The fall TV season is back in. Iron Fist on Netflix is out. The new show FBI is in on CBS. And Kanye West's Sanity is out to lunch. I'm a survivor. Hello people, what is up? This is Variety Bites. I am Sean Williams. Got a lot to talk about, so without further ado, let's get right to it. Got quite a few topics on my mind, so thank you for listening in. And without further ado, you know, it's been over a week since I saw Venom. And, you know, thanks to Weekly Weekly Planet Podcast for talking about this, and they brought up a term for Venom that I think probably fits it best. Average. It was an average superhero movie. Now, there it's not the worst superhero movie that I've seen. There are plenty of ones I could tell you that I saw were just god-awful. The Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance movie. Punisher Warzone. Both of those I saw... Or, it's not the whole thing, at least enough to traumatize me for life, the fact that I saw those movies. But, once again, Venom was not that bad a movie. Was it great? Not even close. Did it feel kind of incomplete without Spider-Man in there? Eh, a little bit. And yes, it should have been rated R. But, I will still take this version of Venom over that crappy one we got in Spider-Man 3 in half a heartbeat. And if you can name one person that would act- that could actually do a better job at playing Eddie Brock slash Venom than Tom Hardy, I would be stunned if you could actually name somebody that could do better than him. Because I think he fit the mold and I had no issues with him as, as Venom. Alright, so of course, The Flash premiered this week, and you know, I don't think I've seen a bad season premiere of The Flash since this series began. And I gotta give massive props, Jessica Parker Kennedy really does a, his, a solid casting choice to play Nora West Allen, the future daughter of Barry and Iris. I've watched the latest trailer for Arrow, and... You know, I just don't feel that same excitement for, for that that I feel for any other show. I mean, just the fact that um, I don't know how long they're going to keep Oliver Queen in jail. I'm really sick of this Oliver Felicity crap. Somebody on Twitter actually posted or posted a comment saying, Badass Felicity, <laughs> to which I replied, there's no such thing. Look, it's nothing against the character, but let me tell you something. Laurel Lance slash Black Siren slash Black Canary is a badass woman. Dinah Drake slash Black Canary is a badass woman. 
Killer Frost on Flash is a badass woman. Those are badass, strong women characters. There's nothing strong about Felicity Smoke. She was just a recurring character that was introduced and it gave the it gave all the fandom tards just something to just go ballistic about. And we've never heard the end of it because that's the exactly the reason why Arrow hasn't been good for four seasons. Hell, five, maybe five, who knows at this point. Still unfortunately got two weeks to wait before I get to see the other ones that I'm looking forward to, to seeing premiere. Legends of Tomorrow, of course, with Constantine now joining the cast. And I gotta say this, you know, I can't help but look at the character of Wally West on The Flash right now, especially with how he's bolting from both shows with just some feeling of disdain. It's like he gets he gets one movie role and now he's just bolting from that from that gig. Honestly, if I got the if I actually had gotten the role or offered the role if I was a serious actor for to play either Barry Allen or Wally West, I would take it in half a heartbeat. Yeah, I realize I said half a heartbeat, but I'm hoping I got the point across by saying that. But seriously, he's getting he is getting paid to put on that costume and play one of one of the figures that have been known as the Flash that has been widely popular in the comic among the comic fandom. And now he's just going to bolt. To me, I just feel like that's kind of crappy. But the other one I'm, of course, waiting to see is Legacies. And and I've heard a lot of things said by the creator of of the Vampire Diaries, the originals, and Legacies, saying how this is what she originally wanted the Vampire Diaries to be, but also saying that we would actually find out, and I mentioned this on the previous show, that she apparently will, they'll reveal what exactly happened after Klaus and Elijah's sacrifice on the originals. You know, even if she didn't offer that, I would have been okay with it. I was uh, I was okay with how the originals ended. I'm not still clinging on and complaining about how that series ended because, frankly, there was no better way for it to end. The whole point—I've said this before when the the season, when the series finale took place—that every tale has to have an end, even the tale of somebody like Klaus Michelson. So point blank, there was no better way for the originals to end. It always had been about Klaus and Elijah and the bond between those two brothers, and that's where it ended, and I'm fine with that. And of course, other shows that returned this week were Riverdale, Supernatural, and Dynasty. You know, I love Riverdale and everything, but I never thought WTF so much during an episode as I did with the premiere. And I gotta give credit credit to the actor that plays uh, Hiram Lodge on that show. 
I consider a villain, like the really good villains, to be the one that you just wish you could throw your fist through the screen and just hope it connects and punches them right in the mouth. Because <laughs> he really is too good at playing just a complete sleazebag. And as for Dynasty, you know, I gotta say I'm a little surprised that that the their version of Crystal that they introduced is is gone because Natalie Kelly is no longer on the show. It kind of throws the whole monkey wrench into the whole what started on the whole thing. It was kind of a feud for power between the new Crystal Carrington and now stepdaughter, or at the time stepdaughter, Fallon Carrington. But now it just adds a whole different dynamic to it. And gotta say, Liz Gillies as Fallon Carrington, she's still a pistol and <laughs> just... That, they couldn't have cast anybody better for that role for this, for this show. As for Supernatural, you know, I don't know what to make of what's going on on it. I mean, we see Sam Winchester with facial hair for once. And technically, even though it's an alternate world version of him, we got Bobby Singer back. Which, face it, that, let's face facts, for those that watch that show, of any character that was killed off in that series, that was the one that people wish never that they never killed off. But also the bigger shock is how you're wondering, will Sam actually get Dean back? Who's right now possessed by, yet again, another alternate, alternate world version, but still nonetheless, the Archangel Michael, who is just a full-blown sadistic, uh, well... Sadistic prick. Just say just say it point blank. But um it's a, it adds a new layer to supernatural and one that's gonna keep you guessing on what it's gonna take to get Dean back and if they can actually get him back. But somehow I had a feeling that <coughs> sorry. Somehow I had a feeling that we weren't going to find that out in the first episode. And that something like this is going to take a bit. One other topic I forgot to mention regarding Venom is the fact that... Um, of course, if you've seen it by now, you know about the mid credit scene where he goes to San Quentin and interviews a serial killer. And that serial killer ends up being... And if you haven't seen the movie, sorry, spoiler... It turns out to be Cletus Cassidy. Played by Woody Harrelson, who's sporting a curly-haired, curly-red-haired wig. Now, some people mocked that part, but honestly, I don't think that they found could find anybody better to play a character like that, to be the soon-to-be carnage. And as far as do I really think that that uh, Woody Harrelson can play a sadistic monster that Carnage was? Three words for you. Natural-born killers. Nobody thought that he could pull off the role of Mickey Knox, but you know what? He did. 
And if you haven't seen that movie, trust me when I tell you, that movie is a trip. And as mentioned in the opener, um, the show FBI on CBS, it's become the first new show to get a full season order from CBS. I've seen like an episode or two. It's not bad. I just feel like if you've seen one crime drama show, you've seen them all. Although, the lead actress, Missy Peregrine, I've always liked her work. I mean, well, of course, Stick It and um, Reaper are probably the favorites for me because I just couldn't get into Rookie Blue no matter how hard I tried to. Um, and on Netflix, the show Iron Fist by Marvel has actually been canceled after two seasons. It's a shame because the second season was actually better than the first season, but... Eh, like the old saying goes, too little too late. I mean, that show was heavily panned by fans and critics in the first season, and truthfully, I never thought that the character of Iron Fist was big enough to have its own series. I mean, if you recall in the comic in the early years for Iron Fist, the, com the comic he was in featured him and Luke Cage, uh, titled Power Man and Iron Fist. So, where Iron Fist was kind of the sidekick for for Luke Cage. He's basically the like the Kato to for the Green Hornet. But but um you know, it's a shame because the show did improve a great deal this season and Finn Jones actually was starting to really warm up to me as Danny Rand. And um, the fight choreography, which was abysmal in Season 1, was significantly improved this season. So, it's a shame. And it makes you wonder what other shows on Netflix for Marvel are next. I mean, Daredevil is set to premiere its, season, its new season on Friday. And not only am I happy about that, but we'll see Vincent D'Onofrio once again as as the kingpin, but also we'll see the introduction of Bullseye, who is a character that people have been waiting for in the Daredevil series for quite some time. And truthfully, you've introduced Kingpin, you've introduced Elektra, the only thing you had left was, left was to bring in Bullseye, who's always been Daredevil's deadliest enemy. And, you know... I was going to say something about the whole Taylor Swift speaking out on who on who she's voting for and encouraging voter registration. But I don't want to go into the details about that too much cuz frankly between that and Kanye West's trip to the White House which frankly I've never felt more disgusted. And then I saw the article about about him getting up on a table at an Apple store. An Apple store. And going into his delusional rants. He keeps saying how he's off the meds. Newsflash, Kanye. Start taking them again. You can't be much worse. But I'll say this. He's making enemies of everybody. I mean, rapper T.I. and also Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, Beyonce. They've all cut ties with him. Let me tell you something. If you make enemies out of Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, and Beyonce, 
That's the equivalent of a death sentence. I would say that his career is toast, but no. His career is now, it's imploded, disintegrated, and non-existent. You have no more career, Kanye. Basically, now you fit perfectly with the Kardashians. Because basically, you'll do anything for fame. As clearly shown, including being Donald Trump's court jester at the White House. Which, if you look at his little his little rants in when he visited there, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. And lighter note, one show that I better, well, again, better late than never, that I started to get into, and I don't know why I didn't start watching it sooner, but the couple episodes I watched I was actually impressed was uh, Ballers. I mean, to give you a better, well, clip notes on what it's what that show's like, it's basically um, Entourage mixed with Arliss, except that <laughs> the sports agent in that is not Robert Wool, it's The Rock. And I gotta say this, I mean, even if I, I mean, of course, growing up watching him as a wrestling fan, but <laughs> the fact that looking at The Rock... Who the hell would want to mess with him? Basically, I'd be the type where I'd be looking up at him and I would basically say, Okay, whatever you say, just don't eat me. But, um, it actually is not that bad a show. So, that's definitely something if I can get around to it, I'll I'll want to binge watch. Since I'm, basically the stuff I was seeing is this current season that's going on right now, which is either... I think it's season four. And two movies came out this weekend that I'm actually curious about. One is the Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween. You know, I saw the the first Goosebumps movie that had Jack Black in it as R.L. Stein. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, I grew up reading those books. And I think Jack Black has kind of accepted that... Um, his real that his real niche is uh is doing the family friendly movies like this. I mean he's done this, he did that house with the clock in its walls. Look at School of Rock. Hell, look at the uh Jumanji sequel that he, he was in with The Rock and Kevin Hart. So clearly those those kind of movies are they work for him. And for all we know, maybe he maybe he has a blast doing them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hell, I mean, Burt Reynolds, God rest his soul, he he didn't really go out to do movies just for the sake of awards. He did it. He only did the stuff that he wanted to have a good time filming, and that's basically his career, and there's no shame in that. I mean, the old saying goes, try to have fun, otherwise, what's the point? Hell, that's why I do the... It's one of the reason key foundations or factors of why I do this show. And, of course, this week... Oh, the other movie that is coming out this week that, or that came out this weekend that I'm actually curious about, Bad Times at the El Royale. Solid cast in there. I mean, you got Dakota Johnson, you got Jeff Bridges, to name a few. And at, the second I heard this on the radio heard this one line from the movie I just couldn't help but shake my head and smile at it where Jeff Bridges says 
and I usually try not to curse on here so this is going to be the one time where I do so apologies if you take offense to it but where Jeff Bridges says quote shit happens get the whiskey only Jeff Bridges can pull off lines like that I mean he still holds I mean nowadays with him with the hair and the beard it's impossible for me to look at him and not instantly think of the the dude from the Big Lebowski. I mean, he's pretty much stuck with that for for a long while. I mean, even in Tron, I couldn't shake that off of him. But, but lo and behold, that's where he's at right now. And of course, this week we got the new Halloween movie coming out on Friday, which I'll probably see it on Friday just to see if it's any good. And God willing, it'll still be out come Halloween time. Then I'll have something to maintain my tradition of seeing a scary movie on Halloween night. Otherwise, um, it's going to the Arclight Hollywood to check out The Shining. Not that I'm against seeing that in a theater, it's just... I don't want to have to deal... I'm not so sure I want to go through... Deal with being in Hollywood on Halloween night. Traffic-wise and all that. And yeah, I actually did get my costume set up because... thank because my job actually allows you me to dress allows the staff to dress up on Halloween. And if you need to know for those that watch Riverdale or ugh, I don't know what happened there. For those that watch Riverdale, I'm dressing up as Jughead. And yeah, I know how that sounds, but I got the hat and I got the South the Southside Serpent's jacket. So, good to go on that one. I don't know. I just find Jughead to be relate, or for my for myself, I find myself able to relate to him in some way. Plus, he's dating. Plus, he's dating Betty, so can't gotta respect him on that one. Talk a little bit about sports before I wrap things up here. So, Dodgers got the win and tied up the series with the Milwaukee Brewers. So they're heading back to L.A. one-one. And also, we got also uh, the Lakers in the last preseason game beat Golden State last night. Which, I gotta say, the LeBron haters said, we don't want him. We don't need him. Where are you at now? Clearly, and he didn't, he didn't even play in this game. Not because he, he was injured, it was just because it was a preseason game. But, um... How do you get? How do you silence those hater, those Laker fans that are just choosing to that were choosing to hate on LeBron? Easy, win. That's the one underlying truth about about this city. This town loves a winner. And the Rams look they still have yet to lose and look like a hungry team. But with how many guys they keep getting injured, how long can that really last? Of course, the same thing can be said about uh, the Eagles. They lost some guys. <laughs> they lost some guys in that game against the Giants, where they just totally smoked the holy heck out of them. And you know, in all honesty, I've had some people ask me, "What's going on with with Eli Manning?" I don't know what the hell is going on with him. It's just well, the biggest factor it comes down to, I think. It may not be the sole reason, but it's a big reason. His offensive line sucks. 
They are just not protecting him. They're not giving him enough time to do anything. And it's it's crippled his accuracy. So I don't I'm not one of those that think that maybe time's running out on Eli. No. I mean, I still think he's got a good couple of years in him, but I'm starting to think maybe he's maybe he's gone as far as he can go with with the Giants. I mean, it's a different coach, different system than the times where he won a Super Bowl, but I just don't think I, I mean, the Giants aren't helping him out right now and it's it's becoming a big problem for him. I mean, you know how bad a, a quarterback has to be if Troy Aikman will actually will actually say it out loud that there's something wrong with him. And unfortunately, it looks like that might be the case for Eli. But of course, we got more football going on and we'll see what happens for the rest of them. And hopefully we I mean, by this at this point, you start to kind of get an idea of who looks like legit contenders and who doesn't. So after this Sunday, well, actually after this Monday, we should start to at least, if not have a solid idea, but at least start to kind of figure out who, who we think is going to be a legit contender. Anyway, I'm going to wrap things up tonight. I want to thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week doing more of what I do best on here, which is talking entertainment, sports, and just whatever else because, well, my show, my rules, baby. So make make sure you subscribe on iTunes, check it out on Podbean, uh, and, of course, the Facebook group, which is also titled Variety Bites, where, I'll also, where I also post about anything in sports or entertainment that I just want to sound off about. And on YouTube, even though YouTube kind of gives me a hassle on what song I can use to either open or close a show, but guess which, if you can't hear the the song that I end it with on YouTube, I apologize for that, but I'm still not changing that, and YouTube, bite me. In the meantime, this has been Variety Bites. I am Sean Williams, and I am out of here. Good night now. I'm not flying